So when you're feeling alone and then living in fear also, because I always figured I'd just end up like my mom, because, um, you know, there's a lot of genetics with mental illness. And so I went through this super dark period um, of, you know, drugs and escaping and rave parties and not taking care of my body and somehow ended up in California. And uh, I, had, I was living in California a couple of years and just doing the same old thing, like 18 to 20, like going out to the clubs in Hollywood and you know, just anything to not connect myself with reality. The sun is coming up, are you ready to go? We can take a ride, we can take it slow, yo. It's your boy Paul Fishman, self-love coach and you-do-you activist, excited to welcome you on the road to self-love. Each week I'm gonna be joined by a very special guest in my car as we travel, literally and figuratively, on the road to self-love. We're gonna have very candid conversation about life, self-love, business, and so much more, all with the goal of giving you the tools that you need to learn how to love yourself unconditionally. I hope you're ready, so let's get buckled up, because here we go. Oh, hey, self-lovers. Welcome back to The Road to Self-Love. It's your boy, Paul Fishman, self-love coach and you-do-you activist, here to just introduce a really, really awesome episode. Now, before we hop into this episode, once again, I'm going to ask you, if you are listening to this and you are feeling called to do so, a review means so much. Not only that, but hit the subscribe button because then you're going to get notified when new episodes release. I normally release every Tuesday. However, some special Thursday episodes are coming to you. It is Pride Month, and I am here in New York City. I just finished up an amazing weekend with my dad, just exploring what being proud means to me and what being proud means to him as a father of someone from the LGBTQ plus community. And it's really heartwarming. I have a really exciting episode with him coming up very soon that you will not want to miss in a couple of weeks. But we're not talking too much about that today. I am really excited for my conversation with Karina Dawn from Tone It Up. Now, if you're not familiar with Tone It Up, Tone It Up was founded a little over 10 years ago by two women on a mission to create safe space and community for women around fitness, mental health, positive relationship with food, and so much more. And, and it's really, really cool because this community feels like it came out of nowhere, but really it was built from passion. And these two women really, really, really just fought so hard to stay true to their passion, stay true to themselves, and continue on their journey every single day, empowering and inspiring so many people to just honor their bodies, minds, and souls. And I'm so excited to welcome one of those women, Karina Dawn, onto the road to self-love. Now, this episode is really cool because one of Karina's biggest fears is public speaking. And I felt so honored because she's kind of public speaking with me in the car. And it's just really cool to not only remember that everyone 
is only human. We're only human here. We're all going through very, very similar, unique things. And you're not alone, right? You're not alone. So I want you to remember that. If you have a dream, if you have a dream that may take 10 years to actually happen, what do you have to lose? Learn, grow, love. I'm so excited for you to experience Karina's message. And I cannot wait for you to get to the end of this episode. So stick around because there's lots of good stuff through the entire thing. So let's get buckled up, get ready, and welcome Karina Dawn onto the road to self-love. We can take a ride, we can take it slow. Welcome back to the road to self-love. It's your boy, Paul Fishman, self-love coach, and you do you activist here with my now, I think, best friend, Karina Dawn of Tone It Up fame and fortune, (laughs) right? So um, I'm really honored to have you in the car with me as we journey literally and figuratively on the road to self-love. So I always think that self-love is about just like owning who you are. And that's why I make my guests introduce themselves. So I would love for you to introduce yourself in your own words and humble brag, whatever you want to do. Hello, I'm Karina Dawn. I'm uh, myself. I'm me. And also (laughs) happen to be the co-founder of fitness and lifestyle community. Tone it up. So we, um, it's myself and my business partner, Kat, founded the company. Do you know what right now is our 10-year anniversary? Really? 10 years. Yeah. Wow. We're pretty proud of that. Yeah, you <laughs> made pretty, it. pretty, you know, amazing. Um, but yeah, we basically provide women with everything they need to live their happiest and healthiest lives and be fit and healthy, but really have that balance between, you know, everything. Yeah. Just, you know, like you just... Everyone wants to grow and be better people, and we have those tools for you. Amazing. I love that you have an app, you have all of the different challenges. I love how you're always just like, oh yeah, new, new nutrition products. Focus, focus. <laughs> and you just launched in CVS, which is so yeah, cool. Yeah, like, Target and CVS and, and some Whole Foods. So. I'm just curious, like 10 years ago, if you would have talked to 10 year ago, Karina, would you have been and told her where you, what you're doing right now, would you have believed it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so because I was at this point in my life where I just, I knew there was something greater and a passion, it, it, you know, it came from passion. It's still passion. And I don't really feel any different than I did 10 years ago. Mm. It's just continuing to do your passion and share it. Yeah. Well, so like, Give us a little background just for everyone who's listening who maybe has never um, been in contact with the Tone It Up brand. Like, how did Tone It Up get started? Well, told this story a few times. <laughs> no, um, so Katrina and I both were in the fitness industry prior to Tone It Up and both found our passion and fitness in our own ways, but it really helped us shape and change our lives and to live a better life. And so when we met at a gym, um, we instantly connected. I mean, she introduced herself and she's like, I'm Katrina. I was like, no way, I'm Karina. And we had both, (laughs) we had both just moved to Manhattan beach. Uh, She was from the East coast and I was just, um, 
I was in LA already, but I'd gone through a breakup of like, I was with someone for seven years and you know, like when you have that breakup and moved to a new area, (laughs) we moved to a new area and then like our friends that were joint friends kind of separated, you know? So I was spending a lot of time at the gym, um, even on Friday nights and that's when Katrina picked me up. (laughs) But we just, we realized we lived a couple blocks from each other and realized we had this really crazy synergy and we both wanted to share our passion for fitness and living a healthy lifestyle with other women. And also in a way that is not so strict. Because I think think 10 years ago when you're working out, it's like you're so strict. You can't eat this or you can't do this. And you are you can't laugh or have fun. And so we really wanted to bring fun back into fitness. Ooh, I love fun back into fitness. That's beautiful. So um, on Instagram, I asked my followers and your community had any questions for you and the one that came up quite a few times was what would you be doing right now if tone it up weren't a thing you know since i was a little girl i i would watch my mom i do uh, vhs tapes Mm -hmm. with jane fonda and kathy smith and i always wanted to grow up and be in the fitness industry and so but then there was like this like majorly dark area of my life where fitness was like my last go to mm-hmm. um and so then when that period started to i came out of that period i went back to fitness so no matter what it was going to be a personal trainer or something in the fitness industry cool i like so it so we can we can definitely know that you are committed to fitness and you are committed to that mission and, and i think this is a really beautiful thing to point out that like when you align with what you're truly meant to do like the universe will offer you things and and um you know i'd love to dig a little bit deeper into what you said about like that dark period because you know you've been a huge advocate for mental health and you've been telling a lot of your story recently and i i think that it's been really powerful for me to experience that side of you because it almost like when you look at someone like you you're just like this big just like pillar of like health and wellness but it's just like you're also a human so would you be willing to like dive a little bit deeper into like what what you were experiencing and stuff like that? Yeah, and I can even you know going back to like fitness. I wanted to be in the fitness industry when I was a kid. It was for a totally different reason than as an adult, but it was that love for fitness and back taking myself back to being a kid and knowing how much fitness made me happy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so. I grew up with a a mom who was mentally ill, Mm -hmm. and so she was diagnosed when I was 12 years old, and um, I didn't even talk about this for so many years. I'm so happy that more people are talking about it, because back then, when you're, you know, 11, 12, and going through your teenage years, and dealing with a mom in and out of the house, and dealing with delusions, and just so many crazy stories, I thought I was alone, and so I never talked. And that's the brilliant thing about now. Like, people are talking about it. And um, so when you're feeling alone and then living in fear also, because I always figured I'd just end up like my mom, because, um, you know, there's a lot of genetics with mental illness. And so I went through this super dark period um, of, you know, drugs and escaping and rave parties and not taking care of my body and somehow ended up in California. And uh, I... I was living in California a couple of years and just doing the same old thing, like 18 to 20, like going out to the clubs in Hollywood and you know, just anything to not 
connect myself with reality. And literally, like, I didn't want to deal with myself. I never thought I would accomplish anything because I, I witnessed my mom and her illness and how she lost everything. So I just assumed I was going to end up the same way. And so, like, I was just like, fuck it. Like, just do whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there was a period, finally, it was like this aha moment of just really dark place. And it clicked in me. I remember I was sitting in a park and um, I hadn't slept and it was in the morning. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm either going to die. Like, my life cannot sustain this. Mm-hmm or I make a change. And so I decided right then and there I was going to make a change. And that was uh, my very early 20s. And this is like, I literally was almost like 10 years of bad, badness. So I made that change and I got into therapy. I read every self-help book. I can give you a nice long list of great self-help books. We'll leave books. them in the, the show notes for you. Uh, and then I... I, it was that moment where I was like, when was I happy again? And, you know, I was just pondering this and I was like, I remember when I was 11 years old, 12 years old, and I ran a half marathon and I felt like I accomplished something. So I was like, okay, I'm going to sign up for a triathlon because I never thought I could achieve anything. And I thought that if I could train for this triathlon and I did it all by myself and it was a women's triathlon in San Diego, if I could train for this, and commit to myself in this race, then it's my first step of be, knowing that I can achieve something. And so many times I didn't want to. And even the morning of the race, when I woke up at 2 a.m. and drove down to San Diego by myself, and I did the race, and I just cried at the end. Yeah. What was the, What were the tears about? I believed in myself. Oh, I'm gonna cry. So good. Uh, I was like, it was like it's such a small, like little step, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you just keep building on that. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna sign up for another race. I'm gonna sign up for this. I'm gonna go back to school. I'm gonna get my certification and training. And just mm-hmm. like all these little steps, it's like, okay, I achieved this. I achieved this, and I just kept going and challenging myself. I love that. I love that. So. This is like for all of you listening right here now or watching, like know that it's important to give yourself permission to not only feel the feelings, but to just like try your best and and push through it. And this is like living, breathing truth here. So, you know, after that breaking point, when you started believing in yourself, what do you think was like, what do you think, what were some other tools that you used to really build yourself up and and get to to that point where you felt confident enough to step into your truth. Yeah. I mean, that's where like the shift came to because I mentioned I was living in fear and then you have to live in self-love mm-hmm. and believing that you deserve it. Um, little steps was, uh, yeah, I did my triathlon. I got into yoga, like literally like working out. Yeah. It made me, it became my therapy. So I had, you know, I just dove in with like yoga and I got um, back into meditation and 
those little things and eating right and the food that you feed yourself. I mean, late night in Hollywood when the clubs closed, I was going to Jack in the Box. Oh, okay. <laughs> listen, their tacos, they, they were part of my life for a very long oh, time. Curly fries? Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> yeah, it's just the little steps and surrounding yourself with positive people. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that's a really important thing. People that bring you up, people that have healthy habits that you can be around. Um, removing yourself from those situations that aren't healthy for you and learning to say no. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think like going through such a big transition um, is harder than just staying. Like, you know how like yeah. some people are just complacent. You don't have to do anything. You're totally. Just, but then you're unhappy. Well, it's really interesting you say that because a lot of my clients, when they step into working with me, they're at that breaking point. They're yeah. like, okay, I can stay comfortable and confident where I am right now because I'm at the job that I know pays my bills and I'm in a relationship and I know that they're going to like take care of their side of everything. But like, I'm miserable. And it's like, what's, what is more powerful? Like giving yourself permission to actually like do try and to live your best life and failing or just not doing at all. You know, people are so scared of the the fear of failure. So I'm sure you've experienced a little bit of fear over your 10 years of building this fitness empire. Like I love asking the question, like when did you step through the fear, even though it took like every ounce of your being to do it and and how did it pay off? If there are any type of examples you can give us. And it's different for everyone. But when I was ready to make that transition in my life, I had already been through every sort of shit, like Mm -hmm. that I wasn't afraid anymore because it couldn't get worse. And I learned like the little things that went, I wouldn't say wrong in building a business or, you know, growing a business, but it like the little things didn't matter. Mm. And like the show will go on. (laughs) It's just, I didn't let because when you look at what really matters in life, like your happiness and just health, like you don't let the little things bug you. You just right. keep pushing forward. I know that there are so many people who just are at this place watching this, listening to this, that they want to know like, but how, but how, but how? Like, do you have any like tangible tools or techniques that you could offer, you know, that like whether that worked for you or that just come to mind? Asking for help. <laughs> I mean, your clients are coming to you for help. Yeah. Talking to people, talking through things, not holding things inside. Um, and even after like my transition, it took me many, many years to even believe that I deserved it. Mm. And now I'm at this place where I'm like, self care is like number one. Like I don't feel guilty for it. I'm like, I got to do this for me so I can do my job better. And I think that is one of the most important things is like for you to live your dream you have to make sure it's your dream and you're taking care of yourself first wow talk more about that like what like your dream as compared to everyone else's dream for me i get fulfilled in helping and i think you keep as we continue and with tone it up and even beyond like the fitness that's why i'm talking more now and about mental health and working with nami and um, I've trained with them a lot and we go into high schools and uh, do this program program called End the Silence um, and it's to help uh, prevent um, suicides in the high schools 
because I also, during my dark time, um, attempted suicide. So that's really fulfilling to me to think that you can let young teenagers know that they're not alone. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, just things that keep keep you fed, too. Yes. Love that. So if you're listening right now and you're just like, want to figure that out, like my biggest recommendation is just taking a pen and paper, sitting down and writing what what makes me happy, you know, as easy as that. And if you don't know, that's okay. But at least you did your best to find out. Yeah, because that's what I did in my early 20s. I was like, when was I last happy? Like, when was I fulfilled? Oh, I was running. Mm-hmm. Okay, go run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I think that's perfect time for our first road trip game of the day. I would love to play the association game with you. Now, the association game, essentially how it works is I will say a word and you say the first thing that comes into your head and then I'm going to have to say the first thing that comes into my head from the word that you said. And we're just going to go until we start laughing uncontrollably or we just feel like we've had enough, okay? So I'm going to start. I'm going to say skunk. Oh my, do you know that in my head, I was already thinking skunk? Okay, perfect. So <laughs> we're, we're, we're basically so connected. Love. Oh, um, for some reason I thought monkey. Oh, hey. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. My husband has, we, I have two cats that I adopted and he's like, why did we adopt? <laughs> oh yeah because you're so because i call my husband like my, my love monkey so when you said love i was like oh monkey but that's your cat's name also this is we're, really learning, so, we're learning so See? much yeah look i at was that. like wow you remember monkey's name you just met her yeah but i also i mean i kind of did but yeah. I was like, so i mean we've made it really far so i'm just gonna keep on going um yoga uh, passion self-love work fulfilling work (laughs) and i don't mean by (laughs) yeah uh beyonce i just watched her new documentary last night i saw i casually watch all your stories and i had one dive in it too um i just secretly just really need to know beyonce you know but I just like, I feel like you're going to, have you already met her? I feel like you have. No. That's true. But I'm glad that you feel like. (laughs) I feel like it's a thing that's going to be happening really soon in your future. And you're going to be like, I'm meeting Beyonce. I need to call Paul and he's going to come with. Perfect. I'm manifesting this. This is my number one focus. Um, We've made it through the association game. That was great. Right here and now, you know, you're 10 years into Tone It Up. You've you've created like this beautiful community of women around you. And I firsthand have experienced that because when I first connected with you, you had me on to set and we created some really fun content together. And when you shared that, like the outpouring of members from your community coming over to mine and like being so in it was so cool to experience. Like, how did you do that? How did you create such like this... This insane community that not only is so into you, but creates new Instagram handles with TIU in them. How did you do that? You know, we could ask that a lot. But I think, again, I said this earlier, we started with a passion and a purpose. And we always go back there. And we've always just been ourselves. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's it. 
you know, being authentic, which everyone's talking about authenticity and all of that, but it really is from the beginning and our friendship and sharing. And also I think a lot of women want like this great friendship and connection and it's really hard. And especially like when Kat and I met, we met in like the old days before apps yeah. where you have to like go up and talk to someone. Um, but now we love it because the community connects with one another because it's, we're all like, like-minded women. And so now women are becoming best friends through fitness and through Tone It Up community. Uh, they're in each other's weddings. They're having workout meetups, um, happy hour together. And I think it's so beautiful because the more, especially in a world where I feel like a lot of women can talk down on one another or be judgmental, or, which is really just comes from insecurities. Um, the Tone It Up community is a place of non-judgment and women come here to feel safe. I love that so much. I love it the most and I think that like I'm ready for there to be a community for men to come together for non-judgment and talk about it so so do you I get think, a lot of that um I don't so my community is primarily women I don't have a, but I feel as though there is this yearning for men that is just like unspoken so I'm just gonna task Bobby with that I think that he's the perfect guy to do it and maybe him and I can partner together and create it I, I'm all about that that would be lots of fun. I would. Yeah, Bobby it could, would probably have a lot of fun. Yeah. Too much fun, maybe. We wouldn't get any work done, but that's neither here nor there. So you so you just created authenticity, and I love that because it's just a, um, it's a big thing that we hear a lot of. But, like, what even does authenticity mean to you? Because it's one of those terms that's thrown around so much. Like, what does it mean? Just always being real, being you. And, I mean, if you think about when Kat and I had our first conversation about teaming up together and the power of two. Um, we just, we never did it for money. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm. And we never, it, that was never the goal. Um, and we just always stayed true to our roots. We said no to a lot of things that were offered to us. If it wasn't authentic to who we are and who and what tone it up was. And I think that comes across in everything that we do. Yeah. That is so cool. That's that's something that I really just want to make sure everyone heard that you said no more than you said yes okay. and it's not a, it, it it cannot be about the money if you truly have this massive vision and dream, you know, and the, and from my experience creating things out of scarcity never actually come to fruition. So that's uh that's really really cool that 10 years has gone by and you've truly cultivated this authentic true business that you can feel comfortable and confident in you didn't you didn't sign your your life away yeah. to to a brand or a deal or anything like that it's so cool so so you know it, it's easy to look at you and say oh she has it all she has all these things but like and we've gone through the iterations of you from before to now it's like what would you tell someone who's like looks at you and aspires to have something that like uh, like you do like outside of like the very generic like just keep on going keep on doing it like you know um I will say I have my struggles I'm not perfect I don't have like an easy life just because you know tone it up is doing great um I still have to work really hard. So that does go with the keep, I will say, keep on going. You never, never stop growing, never stop learning. Um, I have to work out 
every day or if I miss two days, then I st- my mood starts going down. I have to take care of myself. I have to meditate. Otherwise, you know, I just I can have some sadness. You know, I think it's really important that people who don't make time, even 20 minutes a day. And even like um, on days when you're like really busy at work, you're like, oh, I don't have time to work out. But if you work out for 20 minutes that day, your energy and your creativity is lifted for the next few hours. So always keep it in. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just always striving to grow and learn. There, this um, person commented on my most recent post, which was like, a lot of us choose to chase money because we're scared to chase our dreams. Mm-hmm. And they asked me if I was a high value entrepreneur. And I was like, well, define that for me. Like, I don't know what does that mean? Yeah, like, and they were like, it's, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, it, uh, it, sure, I value myself and pay me all the money. Yeah. Um, I didn't know if it was like a trap because you never know with like these comments on Instagram. But anyway, so um, she she defined it as someone who's willing to grow, someone who, you know, values their time and worth and someone who's willing to admit their failures and like learn. And, yeah. and I was just like, yeah, that that absolutely 100 percent is what I think and that's what I I loved about what you said that you are willing to always grow because when you stop growing you stay stagnant complacent and and just I don't know I just never want to just always be doing the same thing yeah so when we first met I asked you a question and you got a little uncomfortable when I asked you this question. So, so I might've just caught you off guard, but I'm curious because I asked you, I said, you know, have you ever just like taken a step back and just like celebrated everything that you've done in 10 years? And you looked at me like I was like crazy that I asked you that question. So I'm curious, like either like tell me more about that reaction. If, if it was just like a, a thing like, Oh, I don't, Take time to celebrate or like, tell me. I celebrate all the time. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> I do. And I do. But I think that's really important too. Like you have to sometimes remind yourself because yeah, it was when you were, you came on set and like there was the whole crew around and the RV and all of that. And it's like, you know, when Kat and I started, it was just a tripod and us mm-hmm. and we do celebrate. And that's the great thing too, having a business partner and a best friend, like we get to celebrate together mm-hmm. and like get to share those memories and those moments and so I think that's something that is really special as well um, yeah and we you know go on trips together just to celebrate but then we don't talk about work but we definitely take those moments to look around I bet it's really hard to not talk about work no we do it yeah we we were just in uh, Greece last summer it was her baby moon and I went (laughs) with her and we literally we don't it just, and it's not that we're not trying, but we know how to separate. And I think that's also important, too, too for people to know, like, that work and then your social life. I really like that. I really like that, um, you know, you've been able to create that work-life balance. Because we're in this society where we're told that working more and working harder means, like, we're more successful and productive. And it just doesn't feel that way for me ever when I'm in that. Yeah, working smarter, mm-hmm. being more efficient mm-hmm. with your time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So I'm curious, like, what, what is something, like, that you've really felt called to do recently, but you 
are scared to do. Like what's? I'm actually doing it. You're doing it because You're... I have learned. We, you know, whether it's physical fitness or growth or anything, change is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten to this point. Like I, I know this might sound weird, but. Uh, public speaking, I, which is weird because we go on stage and teach workouts all the time and mm -hmm. do panels, but actually um, speaking about mental health, uh, I was really nervous when I was doing the Women's Power Up Conference last October, and it was my first time speaking mm -hmm. about mental health and talking about my, my kind of my path and my history by myself on stage because, you know, usually I'm with Kat. Yeah. Um, but then I'm talking about something I don't normally talk about. So I was so scared for like, and I was rewriting my speech up until when I went on stage. But then afterwards I felt so good. Um, even, I know this might sound silly, but like speaking in high schools <laughs> about mental health, but it's just something different that I'm not used to. But then you get used to it and you, you're like, it wasn't so bad. It's also like, Go, like me imagining going back to high school I could I would be yeah, terrified because that was like where like a lot of my pain comes from right. you know the, those times in my life so maybe I'm, I'm afraid of the high school students bullying me <laughs> seriously seriously so much but they're they're just like looking at you and they're like oh yeah man I don't know like high school was just like tough all around well so what what is something that you would say to like high school Karina like if you could go back and like say anything to her what would you say it's gonna be okay and this is all happening for a reason mm. uh, because I look back now and I you know I even I never regret anything because if a mistake or not even a mistake something happened you are learning from it constantly mm -hmm. and it's meant to be there as a lesson for you and even you know I've, I have uh, my mom is around and you know I take care of her now and she is upset that she could never be there to raise me. But I tell her, I was like, you raised me in a different way. Like right. you not being there and me having to grow up with a mom who was ill and, you know, missing persons and, you know, just in and out of my life. Like it taught me so much. Right. So I just tell her, I'm like, you just raised me in a different way. I, I like to think of it that you turn, you know, your pain into your purpose, yeah. you know, and like created a message out of your mess. and. And I think it's really empowering to hear that you you went through all that stuff and you're kind of like even relaxed about it. It's it's really cool. I mean, now, but I mean, yeah. trust me, there were years like if I even tried to talk about it, I'd be like, Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine there's been lots of work that you gave yourself permission to do. So you, you're, you're on your way to just like continuing growing the, the Tone It Up brand and and this whole like mission behind empowering people to be open about mental health and wellness. I, I'm really passionate about staying present, but I'm, I always love to know like what's next for, for you and maybe even what's next for Tone It Up. Just sharing our message in life more. I, I, you know, just being in more homes because I, there's so many people in the world that just need people like you or like us or a community. And there's so many people that haven't heard of it or aren't a part of it yet. And they are hurting. And, you know, the 
it's out there. Like if you are seeking help, seek it, ask for help and everything is there for you. Mm, yeah. So if you haven't experienced Tone It Up, like you must go check it out. Like there, I, I love your app because I think it's very accessible and it's also just like that community aspect is so freaking cool. So kudos for you and like I love how you, you just want to create the community for the people who are already in the community. And, and that's what, what's been really cool about like your growth. It's that you're not focusing on what you don't have, you're focusing on what you do have. Yeah, and you know, we grew the community by word of mouth. It's like, you tell your girlfriend like, hey, did you see here Tone It Up? And we're like, oh no. And then you go check out Tone It Up. And it's been that way from the beginning. Yeah, I realized that you, I've never been served an ad because I get served lots of ads that are geared towards women for some reason. <laughs> I don't know for whatever reason, but yeah, that's so cool that you've done it all by word of mouth. And so anything is possible. That is cool. So I think it's time for our next road trip game. And this is a game that I play with all of my guests. And it's just to remind you that self-love can be bumpy, it can be uncensored, and also lots of fun. So we're gonna play Fuck, Mary Kill with inanimate objects. And I think that we're going to do Fuck, Mary Kill with some, like, workouts, okay? So, <laughs> Fuck, Mary Kill, yoga, Pilates, and hit. <clears throat> fuck, Pilates. No, 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 I'm sorry. Wait, fuck. Fuck, hit. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, kill hit. Really? You don't like hit? I don't like um, any kind of jump tucks. Mm, if you watch it. any videos. Damn it. I don't know. I really don't. I I like to make uh, it this really is going to take forever. Well, I'm going to marry yoga, obviously. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to kill hit and I'm going to fuck Pilates. Yeah. Get, you know, have a nice, intimate time with Pilates. But I really need it. Like, yeah. Well, that's why you want to kill it. You know, we want to kill the things that we know we need the most because it's, it's easier to just stay resistant forever. Yeah. So thank you for once again showing us that you are only human, Karina. It means the world to me. So uh, I just have a couple of more questions for you. And I would love to know, um, what does self-love mean to you? Self-love, it's taking care of, putting yourself as priority um, and doing loving things to your body and your mind. And I think that's the most important, without feeling guilty. Because I even, I mean, years ago, I would probably feel guilty if I was taking, you know, time for myself or growing myself um, but self-love also also means knowing that you deserve it and then it just makes you a better friend girlfriend husband wife you know it just makes you a better person you can have better relationships with everyone else if you love yourself you have to have that relationship with yourself first what what would you say to someone who consistently feels like guilty and selfish for practicing self-love that you're worthy. You are worthy and deserving and you just, you deserve it. Yeah. So, I mean, just you knowing do. your worth, your worthiness. Right. Worthiness is like, I think everyone struggles with that worthiness yeah. wound and it's a really interesting thing and concept. Like how do we define our worth and, and saying I, I do deserve it and why do I deserve it? And yeah, all those things. It's, it's just like the constant, like, looking in the mirror and, and actually like seeing someone who is valuable and needed as you are. So 
it, I thank you for that message. It's so beautiful. So Karina, if people are just like casually obsessed with you, like need to know all of the things, want to meet your very fun husband as well, like where, where do they find you? Like how, how can they get a part of the Karina Dawn community? I'm toneitup.com and then on Instagram, I'm Karina Dawn and then tone it up. Amazing. You guys, please, please, please go connect. And, and uh, if you're watching this or listening to it, make sure to screenshot it, share it on Instagram. Something that I love about Karina is that she like likes and comments and responds to like basically everything that I do. So I, I'm sure she'll do it for you too. <laughs> so make sure to, uh, you know, tag us at Karina Dawn, at Paul Fishman, at the self love show. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please like subscribe, share with your friends. Someone needs this message. If it impacted you, it's absolutely going to impact someone else. And thank you so much for joining me on the road to self love, Karina. It's been so much fun and we'll see you next time on the road to self love. Bye. All right. So let's, let's have a real talk moment right now. (laughs) I casually was having some fangirl moments (laughs) during this episode. I think it's so fun to be with people who are living out their dreams and really to the point of success that I want to be at. And this is what I want you to take away from this episode, that if you surround yourself with people who are working just as hard, if not harder than you, to make their dreams a reality. That, that my friends, is when you are going to align and elevate and continue to grow and inspire and empower yourself to be the biggest and best version of you. And also, just a friendly casual reminder, if you have yet to leave a review on iTunes, or wherever you listen to this. Now is your time. If you feel inspired to support this message spreading, that is the best way to support. Because not only does it show me that there are people who are passionate about hearing these episodes and conversations, but it also warms me up and also gives us a kick up on that iTunes and podcast algorithm. Yes, it's a thing. And you are the gateway to this message being heard all around the world. And while you're at it, take a screenshot and share this on Instagram. Tell everyone that you're listening and make sure to tag me at Paul Fishman and at The Self Love Show. We'll see you next time on the road to self-love.